Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel. There we go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 118 of Tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the Dungeon Crawler Network. I am your host, Jelos, and with me, Avi Optimal's not here because he's scared. I sent him a text message. He didn't wake up. It's his fault. All right. Also following Ark, Ark. Arkaneer, the best man ever. How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good, I guess. I don't know. I'm scared, too. You're scared? Uh, oh, yeah, this episode. At least you showed up. <laughs> at least you showed up. I thought maybe I could try and, you know, balance things out, maybe. Unless I just go along with you guys on the hate. Z, I have a sorry with me, which is also the guy you see. Yeah. Sorry, how are you? <laughs> Hello, I'm doing good. There's I'm gonna, excited to be here. There's going to need to be a lot of balancing on this show, just so you know. Um, yeah, it's like trying to hold back the tide with a shovel. Good luck, Ark. <laughs> uh, before we get going, a couple quick announcements. First off, I want to give a special thank you to our newest Patreon supporter. Uh, why do I not have it here? Ah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Joshua Graham, thank you so much, sir. You are amazing. You're the best. And possibly have you on another podcast soon. Um, maybe. We'll open one up. Anyway, second second announcement. Uh, the giveaway from last week. Uh, the winners have been selected. I refrain from giving names only because I messaged the first winner who gets to choose which pet he wants. And I haven't heard back from him yet. Uh, I'll give him till Wednesday to reply. And if they don't reply, I'm going to go with my number two as the number one winner, and I'll pick a second winner. Uh, once they accept their awards, I'll give them out. So if you haven't received a message from me, have no fear. You could be the second winner because I haven't messaged the second winner yet because they get whatever code the first guy does not pick. 
So as soon as I find out, we'll go, and then I'll announce them as soon as we, we get there. So uh, just so you know, they have been messaged. They just have not messaged back yet. So they have till Wednesday. Uh, let's see. Any other news, Ark? Ark, I'm, I'm drawing blank. Did I mention anything else I need to mention before we get going? Um, this oh. won't be a family-friendly show. That's right. It won't be <laughs> no. a family-friendly show. Uh, so, if you are offended by foul language, which may happen in the heat of the moment or anything of that nature, our young kids, please refrain from this episode and come back later for a different episode. Because this one, I'm not going to filter myself. I brought Asari on. He's hard enough to filter normally. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, I'm a soccer fan. It's just just the territory. <laughs> yeah, any, you ever wonder any episode that he's on, it seems really short? Well, it's actually like a four-hour <laughs> podcast, but I've just had to cut whole sections. <laughs> so if you weren't here live, you missed the majority. It's like, oh, I only get like a 30-minute podcast. The whole podcast was like four hours. I just had to scrap it all. So, <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, we're going to move on into the game news first before we get on to our discussion topic because we got a couple quick dimension news for this week. First off, patch 2.5.8 hit the live servers for PC and Mac. I'm going to take a big drink here of whatever beverage that I have. <sighs> so alcoholy. What? It's Sunday, 10.30 in the morning. Come on now. It's clearly vodka. Alright. Uh, <laughs> this patch, just a small incremental patch that had some bug fixes for some of the dungeons, including the runes of Mazatun and the Cradle of Shadows. Some grouping bugs and a few other little minuscule things. Um, so, players targeted by, a, what is that, Valendreth's Feast and Famine ability now, are now immune to crowd control effects and incoming damage as originally attended. So that was a bug in that dungeon. And they fixed an issue that was causing you to occasionally see more than one set of elders at the end of the dungeon in the runes of Mazatun. I don't really know if that was a big bug, but it was a bug nonetheless. Um, but that's kind of all there is for that. Ark or Asari, did you see anything of note? I don't think so, but... Not really. No, I didn't even look at the patch notes this week. It was tiny. I, I mean, honestly, there's a gameplay fix... Uh, for when you were unable to join or form a group because it thought you were already in a group. They said they fixed that. Dragonstar Arena. Oh. Yay! Um, one of the reasons why the show was late was I got a new cat genie. It's like this little automated cat cleaner. And um, I woke up. One of our cats, we have three cats, one of three Khajiit were pissed off at me. And therefore, decided to take a dump in the middle of my floor. So that's what I was cleaning up. The reason why I looked over is because I can see the cat thing, and one of my cats is using it, so I know it's at least not that cat that's the problem. So that's why I looked over and went, yay. <laughs> oh, good. So I'm happy about that. So now, one cat down, two to go to figure out which one is the bad cat that I have to kill. Yeah, yeah. Fixed an issue that was causing some players' game to crash, ultimately causing unexpected server downtime. Uh, there were some issues there. And an API hook, get character info, was not working as intended and will now no longer lose characters when changing zones. So you uh, add-on developers, there you are. 
Uh, okay. Next up, as I pull up my notes again, uh, one Tamriel update 12 is supposedly hitting the PTS tomorrow. That is the 29th of August. So they're putting that out early. Excited? Maybe? Yeah, no, that's yeah cool. I mean, we'll get to try the lockboxes. So oh, that's, that's an important part. Yeah. Triggered me early. Ow. <laughs> Ouch. And I mean, they had to do something to counter the, you know, discussions and the hate, I guess. So pushing it into the PTS early might be because of that. I... I'm trying to hold in my ire right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Because we do have a little bit more show... But I can see this is not going to go well because Ark's over here just throwing darts at me. He's bear baiting me at the moment. It's like, yeah, I'm chained up and beat him with a stick, see what happens, you know? I'm, I'm trying to wait because once I get going on lockbox, yeah, exactly. I'm going to go until we'll, the show's over. Yeah, we'll never end the show at that point. So I'm going to ignore that comment <laughs> and just say that one Tamriel, with all of its goodness and badness, will be on the PTS. Uh, tomorrow, supposedly, from what we've heard. Um, next little bit of news. And this one's, I'm treating it as a rumor because I'm not really sure if it's true or not. But I know Asari has seen messages of this regard. I've seen it on Reddit and a few other places. Um, Zoss was essentially sending out emails um, saying that they were demoing the ability to gift crown items to other people um, I guess it's sub only crowns to other people so you'd be able to gift things with your sub crowns I guess there's a difference between sub and not sub crowns but that's what they're looking at um, so I don't if this were real I know I've been at, was asking for this for quite a while it, I don't know why they didn't have it before but um yeah. What What do you guys think? I think a lot of things about the way uh, ESO is monetized would make a lot more sense, especially lockboxes. Um, if items found in, in the lockboxes and in the cash shop were just straight-up tradable, and making crowns tradable seems sort of like a step in the wrong direction there. Especially, let's think about how housing will be monetized. I don't mm -hmm. really want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Lockbox lock exclusive. No, yeah. You want that fancy Which house? You get will yeah. will be a randomly no. You buy the box. house, but you can't go into it until you get a key. But you have to buy a lockbox and hope the key is in there. But you might get a wrong key for a house you don't own. Yeah, so you just have to keep trying. Then you have to buy that home. Yeah, or keep trying. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so jaded. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ark, what about you? I mean, isn't, you know, gifting crowns essentially the same as turning it into in-game money, in-game gold? Because I can see people, you know, I'll gift you this, and you give me one million gold in-game. It could. It's like bribing, but not calling it bribing. Rage philosophy in chat. Hey, Rage, um, I'm stealing a rage from you. I wish I actually, I should have... 
I should have messaged Varwin and stole your bumper. Um, I can confirm he got one of those messages. So, oddly enough, I had a lot of crowns. I did not get one. So, they probably knew that you wouldn't gift any of your crowns away. <laughs> Selfish bastard. That's what I am right there. There, also, I broke um, the cursing thing. There, I just said it. <laughs> Feel free to go. I, I broke the walls. Um, uh, okay. Jessica Folsom right. on the um, you know, official right. forums did confirm that this is an legitimate and related to a gifting program we are working on. Quote from her. Okay. So I don't Great. think it's a rumor, actually. Spirit in chat, Ag saving his crowns for lockboxes, <laughs> Someone ban him. <laughs> uh, the message said not to gift crowns, but to purchase items directly from the crown store and gift to others. I would assume that's what it is. You wouldn't be able to give crowns, but you could, in theory, buy crown store items. I'm assuming it'll be like Guild Wars 2 in that regard, where you could buy something, gift it to a friend, and it just sends it to them in the mail. Like, at checkout, it's like, is this for you or is this for a friend? It's kind of like a Steam checkout. If you say friend, you put their ID in, and it goes to them instead. Good job, sorry. <laughs> uh, Spear's been timed out. Uh, it's only five minutes. It's only He'll five survive. minutes. He's, he's fine. He, he <laughs> it's for the best. It's for the best. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. Well, in any, in any case... Um, I'm glad it's confirmed because I know I had wanted this for a while and I thought it would be neat, especially for community people, streamers, podcasters, things like that, being able to do giveaways without like in, in this regard, I got two physical codes from uh, Anthony, um, Anthony, Anthony, however you want to pronounce it, Anthony, if you are, you know, from the Roman Empire and fell in love with Cleopatra, I guess. But, are the yeah, <laughs> um, and that was something that, he, like he he provided us those codes to give away. So thank you for that. And this would just be easier because doing giveaways, it's like okay, I got crowns. I'm going to give away this item. This is our new, and then you just be able to gift it to the player, which is pretty awesome to be honest. Yeah, actually, I think that's a really good point that I hadn't thought of. Is that's definitely going to be awesome for people doing giveaway type stuff. Right, yeah. For, gi for giveaway stuff, it is neat. Now, there's always going to be that level of real-life monetization with, hey, <laughs> someone's going to be in chat going, selling whatever crown store item, and then you can buy it for gold from that player. Honestly? I don't know. Like... The problem with that is when it becomes re uh, the real money transaction, which it kind of is, if they're trying to get real money. If it's in-game gold, if that's what they want, I don't think Zoss is losing out on that regard unless they do chargebacks. And that's that's what a lot of people do. Um, and I've heard this happen a lot in the World of Warcraft community when they have their physical items. Scammers will buy it with stolen credit cards, and then when the items are, are the credit card charges are refunded those items with those attached codes get taken away so there is scammable possibility mm. here because if I were like hey I'm selling I don't know the Domithra mount that 3,500 crown mount or whatever it was and I want 1 million gold for it 
Someone gives me the million gold, I buy them out, they get them out, right? But then I just charge the credit card back, say, oh, it was a fraud, it was this. Does Zoss go through and then remove it? And that person goes, I had Domethra mount, now I don't anymore. That was a big thing that WoW went through. I mean, still goes through. And, and pretty much if you contact customer support, they're like, yeah, you bought, you know, this goes against our, our terms and conditions. You're not allowed to do that. You bought it. Sucks to be you. So if this does become a thing, be aware of who you're buying from because the possibility for scamming is real in this regard, especially when it's not get, if it's not treated like a gift so much as you're paying either real money, which I don't know why you would buy real money <laughs> when you could just buy grounds yourself, or in-game gold you could be getting scammed. So keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> release my boy Zealot. Ah, that's funny. He'll he'll come back. Don't worry about it, Zealot. All right. <laughs> Any anything else on the on the crown sharing? I think it's neat, but yeah. yeah. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm curious about restrictions on it. Like, do they? Have, I don't know. Like, the, I I like the idea of gifting, but in the same regard, it does bring in that troll factor, which you'll never get away from. I mean, it's the same thing as someone selling an account, right? Like, it, it just happens with these games. You know, just be yeah. careful of what you're buying. People are always going to be dicks. Exactly. It's the internet, right? Yep. I, th I think I said something to someone else. I'll leave their name out of it, but they, they said something to me and they, uh, the day afterwards I messaged them back and they're like, hey, I just wanted to apologize because, you know, what I said, I didn't want it to come off too hard. And I said to him, I'm like, dude, I didn't even take it as offensive because they weren't offensive at all. But um, had they not been, I'm like, if I had a weak, weak hide, I wouldn't be on the internet, okay? Because people are dicks on the internet. <laughs> if my feelings got hurt that easily, I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff on the internet. All right. Last little bit of news before we roll in to our discussion topic. Gamescom 2016 recap with update 12 and one Tamriel coming to the PTS near you. Not not if you're on console. No PTS for you. <laughs> Just digging that in there a little bit. But that's kind of your own fault. So. That really is. It is your own fault. Yeah. Yeah. One Tamriel arrives with update 12 on the PTS this week uh, and will go live in October. Seems pretty quick. No, it's two months. I guess they're giving it a little while because it's the end of August. You got all of September, and depends when they release it in October. If they do it at the beginning of the month, it's a month. If they release it near the end, it's two. Eh, give or take. Um, yeah. Yeah. With the update 12 and 1 Tamriel, they are removing all the gates for your character. You'll be able to go to any, any zone, any alliance at any time. You can do them out of order. If you want only to do the, rift only the in lore gates though the, uh, the the pay gates will still be there pay gates yes I was maybe they could put keys to the DLCs in the lockboxes <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, wow start me off early yet. yeah <laughs> we have just Give a, me a minute gosh we got a little bit to go yet jeez. <laughs> Kappa. 
Anyway, alliances won't matter anymore with the exception of the PvP area of Cyrodiil and Imperial City. They will still matter there. So your your faction choice will still be dependent on on those areas. So if your friend plays AD, which I don't know why they would, because AD sucks, yeah. um, they will not be able to play with you if you are the great and glorious Ebonheart Pact, which you should be. I, you no, no, really no, weird. no. Yep. Nah. Daggerfall yep. is just there. Daggerfall is there. Not, it doesn't suck, but it's not good either. It's just there. It's like Mexico. Uh, it's a nice place to visit, but you don't drink the water. It's clearly the best. <laughs> like, I mean, if, if there's a place with sketchy water, it's definitely the EP. There's like the Nords, who probably haven't invented plumbing yet. Mornhold, which is a swamp, and then an actual swamp. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Argonians and okay. their swamps are a bit... <laughs> I'll um, give you that one. <laughs> Don't drink the water in EP either. <laughs> but that's why we drink mead. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Filter that water, make some mead, it's safer that way. Alcohol kills it all. No, we Science don't want checks you. out. <laughs> right. Anyway. All characters will be scaled up now using their battle level technology, so you will be scaled as you were a champion point 160 person at all times. Um, or go above, which is pretty neat. I hear typing. And sorry. I blame Asari. I, I, I... <laughs> he muted himself. No, I don't blame yeah, Asari. Yeah. He did it. Yeah, I muted myself before I did that. Good. Darn it, Ark! You and your... Mechanical keyboards yeah. with your brown keys. Clickety-clack master race. <laughs> Clickety-clack master race, yeah. Alright, again, back to this as I was saying before. Every zone now has been modified to add world bosses to ensure a mixture of content for solo and group play is available, which is actually an awesome change. And we did, an up, we did a show, what, two or three weeks ago where we were looking at some of the... Um, data mine information and we are looking at the icons and looking at the plus sign going is what is this for and someone said in the youtube comments that we completely disregarded the idea of group based yeah. we and forgot iso was an mmo that is actually very true it's very understandable i think i said to them i'm like you know that would make 100 percent sense other than they've never done that before other than the new dlc zone so i'm looking at them going why? I honestly forgot I could play with other people if I wasn't like getting naked and drunk and fishing. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is actually a really good change to have because those group bosses in Craglorn and Hughesbane and those those were really good to have out there, providing a little bit of danger and not not always soloable. You know, the other thing that could have been, though, would have been, like, an open-world area where people gather to open lockboxes to introduce, like, a social element to the cash shop. You know, fuck <laughs> it, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I really hate you guys, just so you know. Ugh. Justin G, we have not hit the uh, discussion topic yet, even though they're triggering me early. <laughs> really just digging it in there. Wow, no lube at all. Anyway, <laughs> all dungeons will now also have a normal and a veteran mode, so they are adding veteran modes to all the old dungeons as well. 
So all the ones that don't have them will have them now. Wait, Wait, I thought every dungeon already had weapon mods. No, no. What about, uh, what's that pirate one? I can't remember it now. I see, like... Mm. No, you remember which one I'm talking about, right? There was a pirate one in Malibal Tor um, and a few others. They, they oh, didn't... right, yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember now. I completely forgot that they existed, actually. Well, it's because if you don't do... Oh, and what about the uh, the one in uh, East March? Dire Frost Keep doesn't have a veteran mode. Unless you right, do the yeah, Silver yeah. Key, you wouldn't have done them before. But yeah, now... Which I usually don't. Yeah, because Silver Key is whatever. Um, but now they're changing it that they are adding veteran modes. Now, unlike some of the other dungeons... When they added veteran modes, they're going to be similar to White Gold Tower and, and, and Imperial City Prison and, and the Two Shadows of the Hiss Dungeons, where the normal and veteran are the same. They're just, yeah. you know, but now what they're also doing is the dungeons that used to be veteran, like Veteran City of Ash, where you went into the Deadlands and, mm -hmm. and, and fought that, that is now changing to being, having a normal mode and a, a separate mode. So that, those old veteran dungeons are now also getting a second one. So now there's two. Two City of Ashes. With two okay. different modes each. So when you're doing City of Ash, normal Arvet, they're the same. Okay? So, like, you, they're the same instance. It's the burning, burning trees. But then when you do the City of Ash Part 2, you have a normal and a vet dungeon... But it's when you're in the Deadlands, so they're separating that mm. out. So there's now a lot more dungeons to go around, which is always fun. Craglorn is getting redone, which was originally introduced in 2014 as a group-focused adventure. It is now being redesigned, so it'll no longer require a group to play. MMO detected. Counter measures deployed. Now... We talked about this again a couple episodes ago. How could they improve Craglorn? And it wasn't... I liked the fact that Craglorn... And I, this is a, an interesting change for people who haven't done it or who can't get groups together because they're not social or they're not playing an MMO. Um, but a lot of people couldn't finish the main story quest because it requires at least three other people. Mm -hmm. um, and not because the dungeon is difficult or that the stuff is difficult. It is more difficult because they do send a lot of mobs at you because it was designed as a group-based play. But if you have a high enough CP and a good enough build, you could do it by yourself. I could do all of Craglorn by myself or my Templar, my Sexplar. Yeah, which is useless as a uh, tank. No, it's an amazing tank. 60% of the time it works all the time. <laughs> yeah, 60% of the time, then your party will die. Well, I don't care. I'm still alive. I can finish That's the boss. That's not tanking. That's not tanking. You have to keep your people alive. No! They can die because they stood in the poo. I can live and I'll kill the boss myself. Anyway... Except, like, half of the people I do pledges with. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I just exacerbate the problem. Craglorn being refocused. But the way they're doing it is now they're just... Like, they're just completely going over. I don't know if they're going to rescale this... So that there's less mobs coming at you. I don't know. I kind of hope they don't, because I kind of like that little bit of a danger. But they probably will, because what made Craglorn so difficult, at least at early, was when you pull, all the mobs are linked. 
And when you go to pool, you're pulling like 50 of them at once. And that's where the group play came in because you had a lot of stuff to handle. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but what I've always said is that they really just needed for Adventure Zones to heavily lift pages out of Field Wars 2's book. Yep. On the way those meta events work. And, uh, you know, having some sort of dynamic content so that it actually stays fresh and scales to the number of people around. But, um, that would take a lot of work. I mean, I won't, I won't try to downplay that, so I don't think it's ever going to happen. But it's just clearly what they should be doing. And some people in chat are saying they really do like, um, this change for Craglorn. And I like it because it allows you to finish if you can't find your group members. But I'm not going to like it because it, it pretty much means we're never getting an Adventure Zone again. Because they're like, yeah. we'll just make it all soloable and we'll throw in a little bit of group con. And again, we play MMOs, at least Asari and I, to play with people, right? Like, that's <laughs> the whole idea of what MMOs were. You played with other people. When, when this game, and this was always like a big complaint of mine, was that there were so few things in this <clears throat> game that required multiple people. A lot of stuff I had the highest praise for, like the four-man dungeons. and so, Their dungeon design is amazing. I love it. Their trials are fairly good. And are, at least the newer ones are difficult. I argue I wish they were a little longer, but anyway. There were legit... I mean, everybody having to be on the same portion of the quest, I don't remember if that's still a problem or not. That uh, is a Craglin, problem. That needed to be addressed, yeah. I mean, some of that was clearly a big problem that needed to be fixed. But if you can't find three people to take a few minutes to help you do a quest, it, I don't know. It, yeah. It's kind of what MMOs are about, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you can't, like, and that was some of the worst part about this. And I agree, that needed to be fixed, because it's like, hey, what are you doing in an MMO? You got to a point where you needed other people. What do you yeah, do? Yeah, but you should you have been able to for help other people, people once you'd hey. already done it, by the way. I don't mean if you couldn't find three people who hadn't done the quest yet, because that's that part was Sauce's fault, but well, yeah, yeah, if it had been open and uh, for they could just go with you, that would have been fine. Acceptable. But that's, yeah, you're right, that's not what happened, was you would be calling for a quest, and if someone wasn't on it, you pretty much had to start it at the exact same time or you weren't doing it, and couldn't diverge or else that person would get lost. Um, yeah, everyone has to be on the exact same part. Like, I've done that before where I went in going, hey, guys, I need one more person to come stand on this. So, you know, and you're doing the MMO thing, right? You're calling out to other people going, hey, I need help. And someone answered. But they couldn't actually help because they didn't have the quest. They weren't at the same level. And it didn't matter anyway. And it was it was worthless. Um, yeah. All right. Itemization. One Tamriel, we've standardized itemization and rewards in all zones so they feel more like the items you currently receive from the DLC game packs. Item sets will now be tied to specific zones and dungeons, and they'll automatically be scaled to your level. Veteran mode dungeons will now guarantee a Monster Mask reward, and new streamlined Undaunted pledges will be available to players up to three times per day offering Monster Mask and other exciting rewards. I mean, they do this after I get everything I needed? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they're adding they... so many more. I, I do like the fact with the item itemization going, hey, I need the Red Mountain set. We were talking about this post or pre-show. Red Mountain, where did I know it dropped? It had a weird chance of dropping out of Trials, maybe, kind of, whatever. 
Um, but you also saw it in Stone Falls. But they were all low levels and it was worthless. Yeah. This is kind of nice now knowing if you want to set, find out where it drops, and then go adventure in that zone. Right? Yeah. That's a good change. I like it. I have I a mean, lot of thoughts on uh, on Monster Helm and sort of the way reward structures are developed in this game, but I think it's going to tie in with uh, our lockbox discussion, so I might just okay. wait until then. Okay. All right. I like that they're adding more, um, and that is the problem with the lockboxes. Yeah, but I, I like the way that they're adding more and all that. You know, more of the stuff is always good, but as far as the way... Uh, rewards distributed in this game. It might be genre worst. Uh, that's that's a, a hard statement to make because there's always like some Asian MMO no one's ever played that's just like uh, like, or like everyone's played for about it's a like week. a phone game. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I don't want to say that, but for the big ones, it's hard to think of one that's been kind of as nonsensical as Zisto has in terms of that type of reward structure. I'm not a hundred percent on, and this is this is something I'm uh, I'm not real fond of, but some people probably are. The guarantee that you get a monster mask reward. I mean, I guess if you well in Ark's case or Avi's case, when you're going after like Engine Guardian and it just never drops, I can understand the frustration. But the one hundred percent drop rate, I feel like that lowers gameplay. Because there's something towards working towards it, right? Like, Ark, if you had a 100% drop rate on your helm, right? Now, again, you'll have to go for your what set you want. But say you got it, what's your what's your motivation to ever run Darkshade Caverns again? Fine, fine, I'll make my discussion now. So, <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the problem with the ESO's reward scheme, is that they're not is that they're not developing any bigger type collection systems because they're putting 100% of mounts, pets, cosmetics, you know, with the exception of motifs, somewhat, because they end up putting those in there somewhat. anyway, yeah. uh, in the cash shop. So the only thing you're left with as a reward structure is a reason to keep playing the game is, you know, things like monster helmets. So how do they, how do they distribute those? They put an insane amount of RNG into it with the different traits and the different armor types and the different uh you know everything that you can get on these things and they introduce more and it and it's just you keep running and it just you know pulling the lever and seeing what the slot machine shits out and it's terrible it's so terrible and every and then when they announce a level cap raise people just quit playing because they're like I don't want to well, farm I, this again. I just spent so long trying to get Molokina divine shoulders and now you're making me do it again and adding how many are they adding, like... 16 or something? 16, yeah, I was going to say 17. Yeah, like 17 new sets, and it's going to be so much worse. It's going to be terrible. I guess. And, I don't and, know. You know, and, and none of that work persists through a gear cap raise. If people had been, you know... I mean, WoW is great about this. They have a cash shop. They, it, But for, like, every one mount they add into the cash shop, they add, like, 20 into the game. So people are always like, oh yeah, I'm going to get this raid achievement to get this mount, or I'm going to farm this area where, you know, maybe it will be an RNG one. You know, maybe it's a 1% drop. Uh, as you know, I just got invincible the other day. You did. I hate uh, you, by the but, way. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you know, your people are farming all this stuff. There's so much longevity. It's it's evergreen. It persists through gear cap raises, level cap raises, and ESO has none of that. Because they're putting it all in the cash shop. But yeah, it, again, so all they've got is this insane... RNG-based drop system, and it's awful. 
Well, yeah. I see. So, and yeah, this I is mean, where I think high so, level so, crafters. I, so I think I agree. By the way, they can't. They can't make it easier to get. I, they, you know, as far as making it a guaranteed drop, that's very questionable because there's no other reason to keep doing this stuff other than that it's near impossible to get what you want. I, I've hit that point with, and I was telling Avi this the other day with my character. What is my motivation to log on to the game? This is before the lockbox debacle. Let's, let's just rephrase this. This is before the lockbox debacle. Yeah, this is, I'm talking. What is long. my? I have the best in slot gear for my character, all golded out. Okay, everything I want. What is the purpose of doing this stuff? I can't sell it. It's all soul bound, right? Doing the dungeons. What is the point? They're not a good source of money, unless you're lucky enough to get an, a, a, a again the rare RNG that you get like an daily, agility. Dailies, ring. by the way, are the same thing. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. while uh, I'm sorry, Issa is trying to make dailies happen, and they're like, yeah. So you'll just log in and pull the slot machine and hope you get a motif that's worth something, right? Because they can't be bothered to put any other sort of cosmetics in, <laughs> out of, not in the cash shop. Right. So you don't have, like, a reputation system. You just have your daily slot machine pool. Right. Uh, and it's the worst daily implementation I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, again, the reward structures across the board are just crazy in this game. PvP jo has nothing. Justin G Almost. in chat says... Like, I don't want this shit to be too easy. I don't mind a little grinding in the game. And that's true. You don't want Asian levels of grinding, no, right? No, I'm saying I want grinding. There's, like, nothing to grind for. Exactly. Nothing I, to I, work for. I want tan tangible progress that would be, like, I should, in, in WoW, you, you know, we're all playing WoW right now because of Legion. You, you log in. I, normally, I, yeah, I've been shitting on WoW for years, so it's weird that this is going to be, like, my, look at this game doing it right. <laughs> Uh, it feels weird to me. Yeah. But, you know, you go in there, you do your daily, you watch your little reputation bar go up, and you're like, I did something today. Right. You know, I, and I there's tangible, tangible rewards at the end. Towards what I want. Permanent and, tangible and rewards. You never have that feeling until the day it drops. Right. You know, there's, you, you've made no progress. You've logged in, you've spent a couple of hours, and got 0% closer to your goal. In every aspect of gameplay, right, and that, and that's the thing. Like what, even dailies and stuff. What do they give you? They give you a little bit of gold and, and, and crafting materials, which you can then use to convert to gold. Because crafting doesn't really matter in this game, because all the best sets are locked under fucking five traits, which anyone can do in about two minutes. All the best sets should be up at the eight or nine traits, where it actually takes work to get, and you have to find a good craft. No, they lock all the shitty traits there that no one wants anyway. That would require talking to other people. Tonight. Yeah, exactly. No one wants to do that. Like, all the best sets, crafted sets in the game, are all, like, sub-level 5. Like, with the exception of Twiceborn Star, and even that's kind of hit or miss. So, it, it's... Aelith <laughs> asks, Wow, well, finally found a group of people who are expressing and sharing the exact same frustration I have with ESO at the moment. Lack of real, actual progression for endgame players. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's like, even even with this drop rate thing, and I was trying to get to that, like tying in the MMO aspects of the game, all right? You have a crafter, a high-level crafter, nine-trait crafter spent frickin'... I, I set alarms on my phone to wake up when traits were done researching so that I could keep it going because of how long it took. I'd wake up 2, 3 in the morning. Oh, gotta wake up and come downstairs. Well, again, set new thing. Okay, back to bed. 
You know, like that's what I did because I was dedicated to becoming a crafter. With these max drop rate stuff, like you said about traits, crafters should be able to switch traits for a fee or for an item or for whatever the case may be to make crafting something that you can do and be worthwhile. Then you wouldn't need this 100% drop rate. You could get your gear made by someone who will, and it would actually boost the economy in that regards, because crafters would then have a purpose, because it would, you know, at least the people who spent the time doing it, like myself, uh, Amanda Gray, she spent a ton of time on this. Um, all this stuff that now is just worthless, because they lock all the best sets under the no work required. Didn't they at one point said that crafted items would always be better than the drop sets. I remember something like that <laughs> back when, like, two years ago or something. I I have to point this out, because this is probably the best phrase I've ever heard. cast. not sure why Zoss keeps pumping in more and more content, but zero reason to actually do it. Yeah, I, uh, I and, Okay, and that, and, that, and that is the perfect thing in, in, into the lockbox segments. Because people are always, it, it, it's always the same inane arguments that could be applied to any monetization, including things they wouldn't like, like straight up pay-to-win, which, which are things like, why do, why do you care? Just don't buy it. Why, you know, yeah, you know, they need to make money. You hear these things every time, and the answer is, well, look at a game, look at Tisa, that's going crazy with $40 mounts and logboxes, and, and look at what they add into the base game. Nothing. Uh, in, in, in terms of those types of content. Nothing gets added to the base game. At mm. all. They are taking a part of the game... Bug fixes, which they should have fixed earlier. Collection systems, which are a pretty big deal to a lot of people. As I said, it's evergreen content that persists through expansions. It's always relevant. Lots of people care about it. I've personally probably spent hundreds of hours in other games working on collecting these types of things. And they took that and they're like, this isn't in the game anymore... This is in the cash shop now. And that's exactly what it does. So it does affect you, even if you're not buying it, because gameplay that you would have had is being removed to be monetized. And, mm -hmm. and that's a big problem. And it, there, there's easy ways to look at it. And the one I put on Twitter that I know Agelis liked earlier was ESO's cash shop has revolving seasons with unique rewards. ESO's PvP does not. That is... <laughs> obscene. Mm -hmm. The cash shop has a better developed game system than the PvP. <laughs> in terms of sports. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I, I thought that was amazing because I never actually thought about it. Like, I think I even sent you a message afterwards going, I've been talking in a lot of anecdotal evidence going how this will ruin the game and yet with that I'm like, oh wow I never really even thought <laughs> about that but you're right. <laughs> And it's because they they take the stuff out right. of the game. Ju Justin and they just put said, it in the cash "Look, man, it's all cosmetic. Who cares?" A lot I of can. people, Ark, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of the things because they I, the, actually let me let me let me use my other okay. pre-made point on this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, my pre-packaged point. ESO. Let's think of it like a burger. This is my burger metaphor that I've been making. Always go back to food. Yeah, <laughs> I, I go. I go to get a burger, and I go. I can go to McDonald's, and it's not going to poison me, probably. This is McDonald's. Uh. Yeah, but, you know, that is not my bar for what makes a good burger. 
okay? The fact that I don't get food poisoning. And when ESO is a buy-to-play MMO, essentially charging a subscription or recurring DLC to play that. Mm-hmm. It's like if you went into a McDonald's, they charge you $15 for a burger, and then it was a McDonald's burger. It's, this, is, this is like the Ritz of MMOs. If I go in there and there's American cheese, a burned, I mean, sorry, an overcooked, like, prepackaged frozen patty and flat fucking bread, that is what ESO is giving me, because they've taken all this shit out of the game to sell me later. Do you want lettuce? That's an extra $5. Yeah. <laughs> This is, yeah, so, so that's what it is. It's what you're paying. Just because it's, like, people set the bar so low on mm-hmm. monetization with, you know, if it's not blatant, completely over-the-top pay-to-win, because medium pay-to-win is apparently okay with everybody now. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, with things like experience questions and stuff like that. Uh, or vampire by, 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 and werewolf, too, by the way. But, you know, it's, I'm getting off track. Uh, you know, as long as it's not completely over-the-top pay-to-win, Everything is okay. And I'm not setting my bar that low as a consumer. Right. If you're stealing shit out of the game to sell me later, I'm not happy. Mm -hmm. And and this is actually really funny because other people have been complaining about this, not just us. Everyone knows I hate the the crown store. I've hated it since they announced buy to play. Alright, so let's let's take me out of this. A group of people, uh, massively OP, I'll give them a shout out, because I do follow them for MMO news. They are sucking the dick of the MMO cash shop. They love that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, great, just give it to me, right? Um, they actually complained about ESO going, wait, they, they love cash shops. They're like, oh, they're great. I love them. They're amazing for free-to-play games. They're like, this is a buy-to-play game, and they're adding lock. They hate lockboxes because they hate that random. You can load up your cash shop and have like spend $1,000 in cosmetics. We don't really care, but don't make us gamble. They actually started comparing ESO with Black Desert, and that kind of killed me a little bit. <laughs> like, in the soul? Like, it really hurt? <laughs> um, but no one likes these ga- because it is a sick, blatant, freaking predatory tactic for people to go in and buy something and want something, but then have to gamble on it and go, oh, maybe, a, you know, oh, yeah, it's a good business model. Of course it is. Casinos make money hand over foot, but how they still have a, an addiction hotline for people to post on their front door. Do you have problems with gambling? Maybe you shouldn't come in here. It's not a good business tactic, or at least I shouldn't say not a good business tactic. It's not a good moral business tactic. Any type of ethics would tell you that preying on your customer base is not good, but who cares, right? I mean, as long as they make their money. Which brings us to the next stupid response people give us, which is is they have to make money, right? You hear that every time. They're just making money. I don't give a shit. I'm a consumer, not a stockholder. Yeah, right. I I don't give two shits. There are plenty of ways for them to make money. They don't need to eke every little bit of money out of it. You know, a lot of the times, how a company's going to make money is going to be at odds with how the consumer experiences the game. Burgers. The McDonald's burger is cheaper to make than the burger I'm actually going to go buy. And by the way, not that much. Same thing with games. Uh, You know, I don't want the cheap, shitty burger, especially when I'm paying through the nose for it, you know? Ethics and money are opposite. Someone just posted that in chat. You're right. They are opposite. 
But when you start focusing too much on the money rather than the ethics of it, how much longer is your revenue stream going to last? Especially if you turn off all of your player base. Look at games like Black Desert or Arc Age and shit like that who have lockboxes and... Oh yeah, they got a lot of money up first. And that's their business plan. Get as much money as you can before everyone realizes you have a shit game and leave. That is what that business plan is. This game has so much goodwill behind it and a loving player base. Why would you do that? You're losing people who actually would love to play the game for years by having good systems in your game and giving you a steady flow of income. And I don't think it's the development team, really. Oh, no, no, no. Because they've put so much time into going back and fixing things, which you don't do in a cash grab. Right, and and uh, I will you, say, you forward, you add new content, and you leave your shitty broken content shitty and broken. Right, but I should have popped someone, that out at the start of this. Yeah, someone somewhere is trying to cash grab the shit out of this game. Yeah, we're not we're not calling out the developers themselves, like the actual guys coding. We're not calling out the community managers, Gina, Jess. I love you girls. You guys are the best. I love you guys. But somebody at Zenimax went. Ugh, let's look at my, my bottom chart here. Here, uh, We only made X amount of money. Well, if we threw random lockboxes in, could we make more? They don't give a shit about the game. They just care about that bottom line. And that's what they're doing. And then, you know, I'm sure probably some of the developers looked at it and went, oh, shit. But they couldn't do anything because when your boss says, hey, I want you to program a lockbox in here, what does the guy do? Fine, and there he goes. So yeah. we're not calling out developers. Developers are great, and I feel bad for any of these people because it is the shitty way that the higher-ups run this crap is why there's so much moving around in the games industry. Why do you think the game industry sucks so much and developers never stay around in a company? Because their company's closed, they move on to different projects, because once a, once a game has been milked dry of its revenue stream, they fire everyone. They're like, oh, you're done. Thanks. Thanks for your years of programming this. We're done now. Good luck to you. So, no. I yeah. And I, other games do plenty well without lockboxes. Like, this type of thing is not required, but somebody got freaking dollar signs in their eyes and went, this is what we're doing, and there you go. And, now, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, oh, the company wants to make money. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying they shouldn't make money. People should get paid for but their I work. But we're looking at the product we're getting as consumers because that's what we are. And the company has to make money is not, it does nothing for me as a consumer. It, that, right. That, that, that has no impact on the game. I need to look at the quality of game I'm getting, and what I'm seeing is cheap free-to-play bullshit, no collection systems mm-hmm. at all. Look in at our my cosmetic system. Fucking game. Look at our cosmetic system alone. Costume slots that take over everything. Games that have been out way longer have better transmog or costumes. Look at Rift, for instance, or WoW, for instance. Any of these games, like WoW, lets you customize per piece. Rift lets you build whole costumes and have a whatever you want, and then you select your costume and you can build it yourself. Zosto makes you buy any cosmetics from their cash shop and go from there. Like, I mean... Go ahead, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The system, at least. I mean, the, not being able to customize everything piece by piece. 
at least we can customize something. And I'm I'm okay with that. The problem is, I mean, and yeah, the, everyone will say, as you say, that they they need to make money, and what can we do about it? Uh, do you remember the Senchgate episode? Oh yeah. And, and I was absolutely okay with yeah, that, that Senchi being I don't know what fifty dollars or something. Yeah, it was like, I was yeah. like okay, I won't pay for it, and it doesn't affect me. I don't like it. Why do I care? This is why I should have been I should have cared, because you know the more we just. Uh, agree with shit because because they need to make money because they can't do anything. The more shit they pour on us. Exactly. It, where does it stop? When you're I white knighting. Where, where do they, uh, you know, draw the line? Okay, we can't make them agree to this because we have been agreeing to everything up mm-hmm. until now. It's, it's okay. Okay, they need to make money, you know. But where does that? When when they you know say, hmm, okay, we need more money. Um, let's add this platinum gear that uh, makes everyone an emperor. Oh yeah, uh, right. Let's hide this yeah. behind the exclusive lockbox. Uh, let's say that we need to, we need this to, you know, add Rewardenfell, for example. Okay, sure. I mean, it, it's the content that will go further. That's that's the problem. And as for every, anyone saying that, you know, it's cosmetic, it's not a gameplay element. It's it's a gameplay element for us role players, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, it's a huge game. It's a gameplay element for anybody that cares how they're. Who's a know, collector too? Look or cares what their mount looks like because it's a gameplay element you don't have because yeah. they have found that they can make fifty dollars selling them. Now, uh, now I want to insert think, one I more. Mean, a bunch of people buy a fifty dollar mount. You think we're going to see free ones? No, of course not. Yeah, it's no. never going to happen in this game. Now I want to insert something in here that a lot of people we haven't talked about yet, and it, it applies to what Ark was saying about role-playing, because we didn't actually mention this. A lot of the problem with the lockboxes we're seeing, and even other people who are white-knighting lockboxes going, oh, they're making money, who gives a shit, right? T- given that aside, even those people are complaining that they're now hiding exclusive items behind that. Originally, when the lockboxes were given to us, or, or, or announced to us, or whatever, the idea behind it was that any item that has been retired from the cash shop, you know, they're like, oh, everything that's in the lockboxes are, are retired items that we took out to make room. It, why are you... Okay. Besides that on the IT side, that how much fucking room does uh, one extra page of slot give you? All right, we'll take that out. We'll assume this takes a lot of fucking room, okay? All right, we're removing that from the cash shop. Now we're locking into a, 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 a lockbox that... Oh, man, I really wanted that blacksmith outfit. Well, now I can gamble and maybe I'll get it. More likely not, but maybe you will. Great. All right, great. You had your opportunity to buy it. You didn't buy it. Now you got to gamble. Shit on you. All right? Sad to be you. Great. Done. Taking that out. No, no, no. no, no, Now they're taking it a step further. And they're going to add exclusive items. Exclusive mounts that have never been in there. Exclusive pets. And exclusive cause... uh, customization options which as of right now the only other customization option we have in the game is personalities which as what arc was saying that's pretty big in the roleplay community because those personalities are pretty fun right well now you gotta fucking spend 400 crowns and hope you get the right damn thing ah but say you got something you already got well, you can't sell it, so 
again, shit on you. But Which we'll convert should probably it. be its own rant on its own. By yeah, the way. yeah. Box games, it's a lockbox system where you can't trade it. And if you're not upset about this now, you just wait until housing comes. Right. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, all right. So now, now you got an item. So what the hell do they do with it? We'll convert it to crown gems. Great. Another fucking crown store currency we have to deal with. <laughs> that you can then collect these crown gems, and you'll be able to maybe directly purchase in a separate section of the crown store with these crown gems. But wait. But wait. We have seasons. So what we're going to do is we're going to put a couple exclusive items in these lockboxes for three months or a DLC cycle. Again, the only part of the game that has seasons. Exactly. So we got our we got our season here, and we got our exclusive items, and they're amazing. And you really are like, well, damn, now i got to buy it. I'll, I'll roll the dice. Damn, didn't get it. Roll the dice. Damn, got some crown gem. All right, I only need a hundred more of these. Roll the dice. Oh, crap, it's the end of the season. It's gone. Yay. Whoop-de-fucking-do. So, there we go. Now they're even hiding exclusives in the lockboxes and giving them seasons, so it's not like you can even save if you are a gambler and already have shit tons from their crown store so that you get duplicates. Because, again, you only get... Even if you don't want the item, you don't get the option of converting to a gem going, oh, great, I got the wedding dress. I don't give a shit about the wedding dress. I want to convert it to a crown gem. Nope, you get that. You don't get those options. You just have to hope that you get what you want Get something that you already have so you get their crown gems. And then somehow or another, spend enough money, collect enough of this shit, so you can get your stuff in the season. RNG upon RNG. The Weird only RNG thing... cake. Exactly. The, the only the, things you're even the guaranteed... The offensive thing to me is really that this ca the cash shop is becoming better developed. Not just in terms of rewards, <laughs> but in terms of reward structure. <laughs> than the rest of the game. Exactly. Like, really, really. I joked about Guild Wars Two being like a standing game built around a cash shop, because basically what you do is grind events to make gold, to buy things off the store that people who bought them in the cash shop got. Uh, it, it, and ESO is so much worse <laughs> right now. It's so much worse with cash shop seasons, and limited time items. Matthew Weatherford are you shitting me? in chat pretty much says he did an emote, got soul gems. That's a good example. The only thing you're even guaranteed out of these damn chests is a consumable that we don't give a shit about anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Actually, I got their tri-stat crown food. It's not even as good Ooh. as the stuff I can make for, like, 500 gold. And you Someone actually wants to buy it because they're developmentally disabled or something. Maybe that's the only reason why they're doing this is no one's buying their consumables, so this is the only way they can move the digital currency. Zakir, I don't have a problem with lockboxes, but your arguments are still valid. And and that's and that's the thing that we're you know we're trying to make here is that this type of predatory tactic in marketing could be better put somewhere else towards more creative pursuits that would automatically generate money. And Aleth ESO in chat made a perfect example. Lockboxes, and, and I'm paraphrasing this because I wanted to mention it, but there were other people talking, so I lost it. 
He more or less said, lockboxes will make Zoss money for a little bit. And then what that is going to do is that is going to alienate your faithful player base, the people who actually actively spend money in your game every month by subbing, buying extra crowns, because there are a lot of us who do that. But you're going to alienate us, and you're going to leave us. So who are you left with? Your fucking casual players, and I, I speak as a casual player. If you're a casual player, don't play often. That's not what I'm talking about. The casual players who jump from game to game, who don't really, aren't invested in ESO, who never fucking spend a dime anyway, because it's like, oh, it's, it's buy to play. I bought it, I'm good. I'm never going to buy anything, because I don't give a shit. You're not making money off of those people. You made your money, they're done. The people who will spend money on your game are the people who love your game and who are there every single patch, who are subbed every single month to your damn game are going to leave and who are your primary re your uh, revenue flow. No, you'll, get, you'll, you'll, you'll drive all those players away by not giving us good, lasting content and continuing to develop this shitty-ass crown store. Exactly. Whew, man, I need a drink. <laughs> I mean, I, um, you know, I love to buy stuff from Elder Scrolls Online. I try to sub, I try to buy crowns, get stuff. But I'm a student, I don't have a proper income, and I have a limited budget. But even then, I try to buy, uh, if I see something in crown store and I like it, I think that I will use it. I save up money, I cut from other spendings, and buy it. I don't need food this month. Yeah, I mean, it, if, if, if they add, you know, something that I really like, something that I will use for, I don't know, $100, 100 bucks, which is, you know, I live in Turkey, and that equals to something 300 bucks yeah. for me. You know, that's, that's a bit high. But if I know what I'm getting, I can save up money and buy it. I don't have a problem with it. Right. But when you hide that item behind RNG lockboxes, even if I have that much money, I am not someone that I, that can afford to pay for a chance to of gamble. Item. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I can't do that. I can't afford that. Right. Because I don't know what I'm getting. Potentially, an item in the an exclusive item in the lockboxes can cost exactly the total cost of entire crown store. Because you might get every item, every item you don't have, before getting duplicates so you can buy that exclusive item in the crown gem store, whatever. So potentially it costs around $500 to get an exclusive item from um, whatever store is that and, is. And maybe more. Maybe more, yeah, and it could be forever. You won't... Yeah. And he, <laughs> That's ridiculous, that's this, bullshit. This is one thing I'm actually, I want to point out. Uh, there's two other things I want to point out as well, so we're going to try to keep track of all of these. First off, Jeff Carnes in chat. I believe Zoss is once again, and this is the sad part, the fact he had to put emphasis on this, once again is testing the boundaries of what is acceptable with the community. Think they found the line not to cross, hopefully they won't go further. I don't think they have, because they've obviously went far and above and beyond this time. Alright? So let, let's, let's save that. So Ark, remember that one. We're going to talk about that first. Crossing the boundary, that's your topic. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ark, or uh, I feel like an ag need to take a drink to wash the salt out of his mouth. Well, when you're fed so much shit, you need salt to make it at least bearable, all right? Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about on this was gambling. 
a lot of states, at least in the United States, regulate gambling. They are under no obligation to give you your odds of winning. You want to know why? Because there's a technicality because you're converting your real-life cash to a digital currency with which to gamble with. It's not regulated. So they don't have to regulate this and gamble. They don't have to provide you with the chances of winning. So you don't even yeah. fucking know what your chances are of getting this item. It's not like you're going, okay, there, this is a 5% chance that you get this out of here. So you have a reasonable idea of what you're spending. You have no idea, and they're under no regulation to tell you. You know what I'm the most excited for? Hmm. Limited release lockboxes that are only available for three days. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A, man. Limited edition lockboxes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. Like, I wouldn't. This is a lockbox week. Get our Christmas lockbox during Christmas week. <laughs> That's exactly the type of shit Zoss will do. Uh, Akita OO said, once the player base drops, the cash grabs will only get worse. Yeah, because you have to try to regenerate the revenue of the players you lost who actually generated revenue. And by the way, that's I'm kind of interested if that's what's been happening. Because I, I don't know that you can really come back from this type of thing. It, I've never seen anybody get better about it. Um, it's probably happened. There are a lot of games out there. But usually you just see this happening get worse and worse and worse as the game sort of continues to go into decline and they try to spear more whales, essentially. Um, and ESO, I, I don't know, they told us their like total lifetime account created number, like that was a big mm -hmm. deal, and it wasn't that impressive of a number uh, for, for lifetime. Like, it, it, subscriber, you know, an active player would be a fraction of that, and you, you know, you gotta wonder where, where are we at here? Right. You know, it, it is... Are, are they losing enough people that they're feeling desperate? Is that, is that where this is coming from? Uh, you know, with a mega server, it's going to be hard to tell. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, I don't know. It, it's really interesting to think about. And there's no basis for speculation, so we can't really say. But Right. It's all anecdotal. You know, maybe that is where it's coming from. Who knows? Uh, might have something else to say on that. Um, Luther Haas says, uh, the, only grab is, the only cash grab as much as people are willing to spend uh, that never happened in in, in Neverwinter. <laughs> yeah, what does no, Neverwinter? No. What does Neverwinter do? He, so and so player got a random rare item. Like what? This is something I know we all bitched oh, about. Oh Jesus! The server wide now. messages and Zoss is not above this. They've done it before, and we bitched at them for doing it. Where they started doing server messages, going, "Have you bought your pet today? Today is National Pet Day. Have you checked out our Crown Store?" They've done that in the game already. And thankfully, after a lot of bitching from the community, they pretty much were like, okay, we won't use the server alert for anything other than the server going down. But they've done that before. What happens when they start doing these exclusive seasons and we start seeing people opening lockboxes and people going, oh, so-and-so player just got super rare mount? That's a marketing tactic. It's called jealousy. All right? You're playing on people's jealousy going, oh, they got it. Maybe I want it too. Fear of missing out. There you go. You're not selling a product. You're f you're selling the fear of not having your product. That's what it is. Yeah, I've as you know, I've written about that with the uh, limited time sales and fifty dollar mounts where they don't tell you they're going to be fifty dollars and oh yeah, and it's there for three days. That that's icky. I know Elder Scrolls Off the Record talked about about that where Zoss is really bad at giving price points. 
especially when they do their crown store showcase every month, which they never fail, by the way. That's always prompt and on time. But they get the crown store, and they and they hype people up for these items, right? Like the Domithra mount, okay? They hyped people for that. I mean, there were Twitter posts, like, every day up until its release, going, this is coming to the crown store, don't miss it. But they don't give you a price point. Yeah. And for people on budgets, which is almost everyone... Let's just face it. Almost everyone has a budget. Some people have a higher budget than others. There's very few people that have unlimited disposable income. Okay? But what they do is they hype you up that they you want the mount so bad. Then they release it three days only. Who knows if we'll ever come back, which we didn't know, but now we know it's hidden in a cash shop, but only during seasons. Let's go ahead and hype it up, and then the day it releases, it's 50 bucks, and you're like, uh, I have a thousand crowns. I would. A lot of people, even when the Domithra came out, were expecting it to be about 2.5k, like all the other cat mounts, right? Which is still, like, when you think about what you're buying, kind of. Yeah, because in reality, what did they do? They threw a skin on it. That's all they did, a texture. They threw a texture on an already existing rigged skeletal model. So. Obviously, let's just assume that all the skeletal models are the same, all the work's done, they just reskinned it. It's going to be about the same price. It comes out, it's twice the price. What the fuck? You know, th- and, that, and that's the bullshit you're getting. Like, the sad part is people are buying it. I mean, I can't say I didn't buy it. I had the crowns. I wanted the shiny mount. I thought it'd I, go. <laughs> it went I nice. Was, I, I was truly morally offended by that. Uh, just the whole way it was marketed, how much it cost. I could have bought it, but I just would have felt like an idiot if I rode it around. <laughs> uh, yeah, that 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 one got to the point where I was like, "Yeah, this doesn't make me look cool. This makes me look like a, a sap." It, it does, and I felt yeah. bad afterwards. I had terrible buyer's remorse. Like I felt <laughs> bad doing it, but I did. But again, but, uh, morally re- reprehensible as it was. I didn't feel as bad about that because at least it was a set price. Um, and just a G chat. The strange thing is, I don't see. I don't know how these things appeal to anyone. I'm not gambling my hard-earned money on soul gems. Here's the problem: gambling is a disease. People can't help themselves in a lot of these things, especially if it's something like you really want. Like for me, for instance, I love the mercenary heavy armor. Okay. It's my favorite set in the game. I play a, a melee DPS. I have to wear medium. It's okay, but I don't like it as much. If they came out with a diable, heavy, mercen- merc- or mercenary costume that I could put on, I would want that above all else, because that's the way I like my character to look. If they hid it behind a lockbox, and that was the only way to get it, what do I do? I mean, yeah, I could... I could not just gamble on it, that's true, but that's marketed towards me going, well, I really, really want that. It's never coming back anywhere else. How do I get it? I have to gamble. Yep. Here's something that we'll talk... You will spend $400. Exactly. I, I, got, I got one other thing I was thinking about. All right. Um, when I was talking about subscriber numbers, uh, during that same information release, they talked about how a lot of their subscribers... Uh, leave basically, and then come back when there's a new DLC, and how that's something they're proud of. That's not something to be proud of. <laughs> <laughs> you have no retention. 
Right. You know? Yeah, they come back because your DLCs are pretty cool, but your reward structures are complete shit, so people leave. Like, design good reward structures, like we were talking about, and they won't go away, and then they'll probably spend more on your cash shop, and you won't have to do fucking lockboxes. Right. God! Justin G., I guess Look so. Look at games that are working. There's a thing or two I'd like to get, but my odds would have to be fairly good. Again, as I said earlier, they're under no... No obligation whatsoever to give you the odds of the items in those in those chests, because it's not regulated. Even though it is gambling, here's the thing: there shouldn't be any odds when you are buying something. It yeah, should be hundred percent. Right. You have to know what you are getting. There shouldn't be any odds to begin with. That's yep. the problem. Yep. Uh, Avandus Gaming says, if you want to see where Zoss's focus is, look at their Twitter feed. 99% crown store with the occasional patch note. Yep. Wow. Yeah. You know, wow. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Cass, God, I hope Zoss watches this episode. Probably not, because I will have pissed them off, and <laughs> they probably will not. And And the problem is, again... If Gina or Jess or, you know, some of the actual developers watch this game, this this cast, they're not the people making this decision. No, Maybe they can not. communicate it, but this is probably someone taking a dump on them and then them just sort of pushing it on to us because they need to make money to eat, <laughs> you know? It's not like I'm going to quit my job as a game developer. Because, <laughs> yeah, right. Because I'm having to do some questionable cash shop stuff. No, like, it's... I don't think it's I've had problem. to do some questionable things in my job, too, and I've still done them, because that's yeah. my paycheck, right? So, no, this isn't them. And and well, I, love... I, I hope they can communicate it, or... I don't know. I, I, I wish there was a way... Uh, at least the reward structure thing. If we could get more of it in the game to keep people playing, right? that would make all of the other stuff, you know... If you're putting five, ten mounts in game for people to grind for with some sort of, you know, trackable progression system like dailies and reputation, uh, and then you put a fifty dollar mount in the cash shop, I'll be like, okay, you know, yeah, that's ridiculous. Because I'll probably but- sub and have crowns in which to buy it anyway. Because yeah. I'm, I am invested in this game because I have long-term progression goals to go towards. So I'm working towards them. I have crowns. Hey, guess what? I'll spend on your cash shop. But when you're only releasing cash shop, who the fuck cares? Yeah, and and Alucast says no one here's trolling. We're we're really not. This is this is something where we are angry that this was even done. And I don't even think the developers are to blame. I believe the suits who tell the developers what to put in the game are to blame. So I'm yelling at the Zoss entity. I'm not yelling at. Rich Lambert, I'm not yelling at uh, Gina or Jess or any of those guys, unless you had your hand in it, in which case, then I'm yelling at you. I'm not yelling at you. You guys only do what you're doing. You're working for a paycheck. You got family support. Good on you. All right? You're doing what you're supposed to do. This goes towards the upper guys who are making those decisions. And here's the thing. Looking at the developers, do they get extra money if Zoss does well that quarter? Probably not. You know who does? The private... The investor that yeah. has the, they don't care. They sell. Zoss yeah, is owned by private equity, I believe. So. Yeah, they are. They are still. So yeah, the the private equity firm and all those people, they get money. 
the higher up money. Do the actual rank and file get money if they sell 50, 50 or $500,000, 50 mounts versus one? No, they probably still get the same amount of money they did anyway. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not seeing... The developers aren't seeing revenue going, if I add this in, I'm going to get a bigger page. No, they're not. No. Yeah. I guess my big, my big wrap-up would be you need to have better reward structures in game, <laughs> things for people to work for, and not all just in the cash shop. Yep. You can have things in the cash shop, but don't make them the same things that come from those in-game rewards like you're doing with motifs. Mm-hmm. And... That would just make everything a lot more palatable, you know? If, as I said earlier, if PvP had revolving seasons with unique rewards, it wouldn't piss me off as much that your cash shop does. Yeah. Yeah. There are visible things in this game that people have been calling for for years now, and instead we get stuff we don't even give a shit about. <laughs> Now, to finish wrapping this up, I want to look yeah, at one People o- are celebrating that a AAA MMO with a full box price that you're subscribing paying for D- or paying for DLCs for is adding dueling two years after launch. Yeah, right. This is not cause for celebration. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And, and it's not even it's the Battlegrounds. It's not even Battlegrounds people want. It just allows me to go into a city and go, hey, let's duel. Gives a fucking shit. Anyway, let's wrap this up, and I'm going to wrap it up with... One last thing. Oh, there's the dog. dog. Doom Hell. Oh, yeah. Doom people in the chat were asking about Doom Hell. Gotta bring him up. I posted a, a, um, a poll on Twitter last week. I'm gonna try to pull it up here real quick to kind of show how split the community is on this. All right? Because you know, normally when you throw a poll up on, on a forum, you normally get, you know, Normally, it's very flexed towards one one area. Um, ah, there it is. All right. So I ask on Twitter, on the Tales of Tamriel Twitter feed, how do you feel about lockboxes being added to the Crown Store? We had 350 people vote on this. 36% of your player base said, I'm okay with it, being that it's already cosmetic. 31% said, I hate it. 33% had no opinion one way or the other. That's just almost a direct split of people going, they either don't mind them, absolutely hate them, or just don't even care. That's a weird, like, that is oddly, if you look at that in terms of a player base, those aren't numbers you want to see. Normally you want to see a, a vocal minority saying they hate something, and then the majority of player base likes it, right? Then you're like, okay, fine. I mean, this is a small sampling size, 350 votes, but out of 350 people, that's a fairly nice size sample. It being directly split all three ways, that leads me to believe that more people are not happy with this than are. Yeah, but here's the thing. Not enough people that aren't happy with it. Mm. That's the problem. I mean, there is a huge number of people that defends the idea. It is not defends it, but doesn't hate the idea, yeah. doesn't bash and the it, idea. It really is hard to sort because of... Because of reasons. Explain the... Look at other MMOs and the things they have. Look at, look at how all of those things in ESO are in the cash shop. You know, it's not a direct... It's not like they literally removed it from the game in front of us where everybody can understand, oh, they took this away from me. Mm-hmm. But they did. They did. These things aren't getting put into the game that you're paying for 
paying a premium price for, and these premium features are going into a cash shop and not creating gameplay for you. You know, if, if you would have been spent, and let's face it, MMOs are about grinding. If you would have spent 10, 12 hours, 40, maybe more, uh, grinding for this mount, that's that's game time where you're entertained. Uh, right. That's where you're happy. You're engaged with the game. That's another month of subscribing. And you don't have any of that because all of those rewards go into the cash shop. Right. Basically. Yeah. Other than... Yeah, and everybody in the chats. Wow. Yes. Look at WoW. WoW does a lot of things that we don't like, but holy shit, do they have this part down. Right. Logging into the game the other day, just seeing all the stuff they've... Like, things you can go and work towards that aren't even part of the main progression. It's like, oh. And there's a reason why I spent, like, over a year of logged in yeah. time into that I game. Mean, while right now, it's it's right before an expansion. Right. No one, we're not working, you know, we've all been playing it. We're not working on gear because we don't give a shit. Um, and there's so much to do that's going to be fine when the gear cap is raised. In ESO, ESO said we're raising our gear cap, and I was like, well, I don't want to grind for a best in slot in the Lakina shoulder anymore. I'll work on other things. There were no other things. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm basically just waiting on new DLC at this point. Um, right. Assuming the lockboxes don't piss me off too much. And when you don't have progression, and like what I was saying at the very beginning, the story I had with Avi, what is my motivation to log on? I have all the best gear. There's nothing to work towards in-game like mounts or collectibles, right? Because there's nothing you can collect. What is my idea of logging on? Especially when, and this is something that's fun, a lot of times gear sets remain the same from patch to patch to patch. Like, So when new DLC come out, it's like pretty much, yeah, Twiceborn's, Twiceborn Star has been the best set since like update 6, Okay. <laughs> And the ones that compete with it are pretty much the same, too. It, it's like, like, yeah, do you want to spend... I mean, it's it's the same sets. The, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like the, the the difference in this set versus this set is like 3%. If you already have this one, don't even bother. You know, it's like, okay. So what's my idea of logging on? Oh, well, you could do the story. All right, well, that takes me 10 minutes. Yeah. Or... Or I could just go fucking listen to an audiobook if I want good story. What is my purpose of following through with this? And that's what Zoss needs to look at. When they focus so heavily on this cash shop, you're hitting players going, what's, what's the point of me logging in? What do I care about? Is there anything? Right? I don't know. Alright, guys. That's kind of uh, the end of the show. I hope everyone had fun. I feel kind of good. I'm out of breath. <laughs> um, but, yeah. There yep. we are. Alright, guys. Let's go ahead and give our final thoughts where people can find us. Ark, why don't you go ahead and go first? Um, you can find me on Twitter. That's all. <laughs> In-game, at Arkanir. I won't be able to spell it. It's under the, you know, my <laughs> camera thing. Yep. Uh, I'm there everywhere. And as for the show, it's been a fun show. I mean, I'm glad I came. I'm glad you did. And, <laughs> yeah. You suck, Abby. You suck, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> and overall, as for the total of discussion, I feel that, I mean, people might say, why did you bash it so much? I mean, why do you care? You don't buy, I mean, don't buy it and be done with it. As a streamer, as a community member, whatever, and I am new, I can't say that I'm, an, I'm exactly a community member right out, but... There is a responsibility 
for us, mm -hmm. for people like Ajalowski, sorry, to, you know, uh, get the idea of fighting against this bullshit into people's heads, into those people that had no opinion against the lockboxes in this example, to have an opinion against it. So in the future, we don't have bullshit stuff, more mm -hmm. bullshit stuff. Which is why, I mean, to anyone, to any viewers that think this episode was, you know, a bit too much, consider that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's my, yeah, final thought. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's, and it's true. And, and, and exactly what you said, the, the, the frightening part about that poll that I did, the both people who are for and against it were almost identical, like, in votes. It's those 33% or whatever of the people who had no opinion who are just letting stuff like this go by. You're not going to incite change if you don't say something. Mm -hmm. If we were to sit by and white knight everything Zoss does, we would have a second black desert. Yep. Sorry. Yes. Hi. I'm sorry. You probably picked that up by now. Uh, also known as Ethan McPhee. You can find me on Twitter at Ethan McPhee. Uh, I'm one of the guys at Tamriel Foundry. I write for MMOGames.com, and I have my own blog at AaronPenman.com, which mostly just, at this point, is collecting the things that I write elsewhere. Um, did I say Twitter? Yeah, I said Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, that's probably the best place to find me. I do a lot of stream of consciousness type stuff, just other than the job, so I haven't been writing that much recently. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's me. And li like we said, it's, it is it, it is sort of complicated to talk about why over-monetization is bad, because it is really easy to say, you know, yeah, if you don't like it, don't buy it. You know, it doesn't affect you. And you have to look at, well, it does affect you, because things that you could be working towards in the game are not being developed for the game anymore. And that's that's where ESO is. is ESO has almost nothing to work on. And then what it does have, which is basically the gear and motifs, are all being stretched really thin because they're trying to use that entirely as the reason people keep playing, which is why you have heavy, heavy, heavy RNG in everything instead of a, you know, a more trackable progression system. And that's, I think, all because they have to put so much stuff in the cash shop instead of just putting it in the game and giving people something to play for. So, you know, get that fixed. Get a better reward structure for your content in-game, and then maybe everybody won't leave in between DLCs. Excellent points. <laughs> Excellent. I had a lot of fun with this show. And I going into this show, I knew it, we're, we're probably going to get bashed on Reddit. We'll get bashed on in our comments. We do. It, it'll just happen. I'm used to that. I don't care. You know how much fucks I give? <laughs> yeah, I, so there are going to be like tons of people that didn't watch this. And it's just going to be the same comment over and over again. And it's going to be, yeah. it's just cosmetic, why do you care? It's just cosmetic, why do you care? Didn't even bother watching. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, hey, we had to get our thoughts out here. Because, like you said, getting those 33% who have no opinion, you should have an opinion. Even, even if it's for it, make your stance and let Zoss know why you're making these stances so they have better informed decision. When a third of the player base, we'll take our sample, a third of the player base has no opinion and just whatever. And even the people who agree with it, I, I'm not going to say you're white Actually, knight. if your opinion is for it, you can just say it. Huh? Yeah, that's true. Just stay. <laughs> um, it, it's one of those things where 
If you're for it and you have reasons for it, great. I'm not going to say the people who say I'm okay with it are white knighting the decision. If they have reasons to do it, great. The people who have no opinion are white knighting the decision by not making a stance one way or the other. And you're allowing them to look at their, their metrics and go, only 33% of the player base hate the idea. We're just going to assume the 30-some that said no opinion are for it. And therefore, we're passing this bullshit. And that's the problem. Need to, no one gets change to happen by just letting it happen and hope they change it later. Alright? Because once something's added to the game, look at the Crown Store debacle. We fought on that, and with the glass, when they added it two weeks after putting it into the game in the Crown Store, we all fought about it. Look at us on the Elder Scrolls Off the Record with our crossover episode. We yelled then. We had meetings with them afterwards, and they were like, alright, we know we fucked up. What we're going to do is we're not going to add motifs to the crown store until at least one DLC has passed. They didn't say they were going to remove it because they're like, yeah, they're already in there. We're not removing them. What di what happened? We waited for them to make a change, and they changed the way they did it, but it didn't remove them from the crown store. It just delayed them further. If you don't stand up and say, let them add the lockbox and see how poorly they do, maybe they'll change it. Once they're in, they're in. And that's the problem. You have to stand up for what you believe is wrong right away and don't let it fester. Or else what's going to happen is your high-end players and the people who are dedicated to this game are going to leave and you are going to be left with the player base who didn't give a shit anyway, who are not going to buy from your crown store, who are not going to sub, who don't really care if you shut down next week. You can follow me on Twitter at Shellos underscore WOF. Follow the show, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com, YouTube.com slash DungeonCrawlerNetwork, Twitch. We have Steam and Facebook groups. Just search Dungeon Crawler Network and you'll find us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Before. Think before. Well, under that, uh, you know, the poll about mm -hmm. on Twitter about this, I have a tweet that's saying I'm okay with it. That was before the exclusives were announced. I have to get that out there. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was before. Right. Right. And I, even though I hate lockboxes, I had less of a problem when it was stuff that was already in the crown store because then at least you had a chance to get it without gambling. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it as much as I do now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to thank my co-host, Arkaneer. Thank you for showing up. Sorry. Thank you hey, for uh, being here. And... One more thing. Yeah. Well, before this episode's over. It's like me for Kennedy. Fuck! Okay. <laughs> Got it in. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I feel like I'm the only one who's yelling. It's cathartic. Yeah. I'm like all red in the face right now. I'm a little worked <laughs> yeah. up. I did have my one desk banging moment. Though. You did. I, you I did. I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thought you broke your desk there for a sec, because after you hit it, you're like, oh, oh, oh crud. <laughs> might have might went a little hard on that. That's what she said. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will probably see you next week. Tales of Tamriel, right here. Same time, same location, maybe. See ya, everybody. <laughs> A serpent lights the ancient sky and bread of tainted stars. Evil stirs and in its wake. The
Heroes will.